crisis for the geek kind. Top geek officials admit they underestimated the hipster's defense capability. Join the geek revolution and save the galaxy. Geeks from all over the globe are joining up to fight for the future. They're doing their part. Are you? Want to know more? Join Weeby Geeks and the Geek Revolution and save the world. Service guarantees citizenship. Listen to Weeby Geeks podcast on iTunes and Stitcher or online at WeebyGeeks.net. Weeby Geeks, your voice for the Geek Revolution. Want to know more? Be sure to check out www.dailynews.com. WDW Daily News provides articles and other information about the Walt Disney Company and more. Be sure to follow them on Twitter at WDW Daily News, a proud partner of Sorcerer Radio. You are going to be a force for good and a very important sorcerer. The following is an original production of the Sorcerer Radio Network. Are you insane? Hi, everybody. It's me, Mickey Mouse. Say, you want to come inside my clubhouse? Well, all right, let's go. Oh, I almost forgot. To make the clubhouse appear, we get to say the magic words. Miska, Muska, Mickey Mouse. Say it with me. Miska, Muska, Mickey Mouse. It's DW60 with Jeff Davis. There's a very powerful voice. Where it's coming from, we have no idea. On Sorcerer Radio, srsounds.com. Slap some bacon on a biscuit and let's go. We're burning daylight. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt this program to bring you the top news stories from the Walt Disney World Resort on DW60. This is Chris Rowe. Time for those headlines from the Walt Disney World Resort. It's DW60's Press Row here on Sorcerer Radio, iTunes, Stitcher, the Weeby Geeks Network. Wherever you may be listening, I'm glad that you're here to find out what is happening at the Walt Disney World Resort. Jeff Davis here with you. Lots of good stuff to get to this time around. Now, real quick, a couple things before I get into all of this. I am nursing bronchitis right now, so if you hear a sniffle or a cough or anything else uh, during the broadcast, uh, I apologize. It's been uh, five days now, still fighting this, uh, still taking medication, stuff like that. So, I mean, it sound exactly the way I normally do, and I may cough and sniffle and something else. So, just want to let you know about that. So, second thing, starting off the show, those of you listening to DW60 on Sorcerer Radio, this is for you. Starting off the show with Press Row. The reason I'm doing that is this. We've had so much news in the past, and there has been so many time constraints when getting all of these big stories to you that I seem to continuously run out of time. And I don't have time to talk about all the rumors, and I don't have time to cover all the emails. And at the same time, I still want to play some music for you guys. So I figured this. I'm going to go through a testing phase where I start with press row right off the bat. And then we see how much time we have left over for music. Now, for those of you listening to DW60's press row podcast, this is starting off just like any other podcast. So to the both of you, welcome. Lots to talk about. But first, 
I do need to say this. It has now been 500 days. 500 days since the Magic Kingdom had a nighttime parade. And there was some interesting news that came out last week from the D23 Expo over in Japan. I would say it's more like chatter than news. How Disney recognizes the fact that, yes, there is no nighttime parade at the Magic Kingdom, but at the same time, they are not pressing getting one in anytime soon. They say, yes, we are going to have a nighttime parade coming up in time for the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World. So what does that tell me? It means I'm just going to keep counting days. It's going to be a long count. And unfortunately, does not, Disney does not see the need to hurry up and do this. Maybe they just want to do it right. Maybe they're just not prepared for it yet. Maybe they're just focusing on Star Wars over at Hollywood Studios. Hard to say. I don't know. But right now, 500 days, and it does not look like this drought is going to come to an end anytime soon until at least 2021, which we kind of knew already. But when you start hearing chatter about it from Disney at an event like the D23 Expo, it makes a difference. And it puts things into perspective a little bit more. I would have preferred them saying, hey, look, here's some artist rendering of what we are thinking about doing, what we possibly will be doing. Didn't get that. Just simply saying, yeah, it's coming, but not till probably 2021. So we now sit at 500 days without a nighttime parade at the Magic Kingdom. All right. So if you're interested in the Tron roller coaster coming to the Magic Kingdom, well, construction has somewhat begun. It's going to be located. If you're looking at Space Mountain, if you look off to the left, there's an area of land back there on the other side of the train tracks for the Walt Disney World Railroad. And on that other side, they have started to clear the trees, the grass, the bushes. Uh, there's a portion of a pond over there that's going to have to be drained and kind of, you know, reshaped a little bit. But that is the area where the Tron roller coaster is going to be going in. Disney has started doing this, and they do say they've got about, I'd say, eight acres of trees and all this other land to clear out. But they, is, they do say it is going to be open and debut in time for the Magic Kingdom's 50th anniversary in October of 2021. So probably looking at, I'd say, summertime. Maybe midsummer. I don't want to be quoted on that, but it's a good possibility. So we'll just have to wait and see. All right. Disney did announce that the upcoming Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster that's coming to Epcot, they say it's going to be one of the longest roller coasters, enclosed roller coasters in the world. It is a one-of-a-kind family attraction and one of the world's longest, they say, when it's added to Future World over at Epcot. We're all really looking and f- looking forward to this. It's going to be a lot of fun, I think. Now, the Guardians of the Galaxy-inspired coaster is part of the ongoing work, you know, to kind of transform Epcot into a park that is more family-like, relevant, more Disney than what it is now. It's kind of a shell of itself 
currently. Some buildings are being used, others are not. Some buildings have been repurposed for things that probably shouldn't have gone there in the first place. So to see something like Guardians of the Galaxy going on over there, it's real nice to see. It is going to take a while, but again, we go back to this. Disney does say the attraction is going to open in time for the 50th anniversary of the Walt Disney World Resort, so that's kind of nice to see. All right, Disney announced that also, the Star Wars Hotel announcement that we heard about at the D23 Expo last year. They say it is going to be directly connected to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. First time that this has happened. No other resort has done this, has literally combined the luxury and all the amenities that you're going to get out of this resort and connected it with an actual authentic Star Wars story that not only goes on in your hotel room, but when you step out of it, you step into Galaxy's Edge and you continue that story. So that is going to be something very interesting. I can only imagine, can only imagine the price tag that's going to be put on this resort being connected to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Well, you can just walk out of the resort, walk right into that area, and you're continuing your story by having dinner or by going to one of the attractions. It's really going to be something special, something I'm going to have to put on the Disney bucket list and really start saving money now and hoping that one day I'll be able to sneak in reservations to be able to stay there. So, something else about Disney's Hollywood Studios that came up. You know, a couple of years ago, Disney talked about and said, yeah, we're going to change the name of Disney's Hollywood Studios. We're going to change it to something different. And they came out with a survey a while back. Uh, I guess, what, five, six months ago, maybe? And they had possible names for the change of the park's name to a few things on the survey for people to say whether they, you know, liked it or didn't like it. Those those suggestions were, of course, Disney's Hollywood Studios, Disney Kaleidoscope Park, Disney Storyverse Park, Disney Hyperia Park, Beyond Park, Cinemagic Park, Legends Park, XL Park. None of them really set well with anybody, apparently, because now Disney is saying we won't be changing the name of Disney's Hollywood Studios for the foreseeable future. Now, of course, Disney CEO Bob Iger, he let it slip that the park would be undergoing a name change at some point. But right now that is on hold completely and totally. And the reason they're doing this is the name is going to remain because we are, they say we are immersing our guests in a place where imagined worlds of Hollywood unfold around them from movies to music to television, theater, lots of different things. So you can keep calling it Hollywood Studios for now. Maybe they'll come up with some better names on down the road. We'll just have to wait and see. I don't know. Disney has updated their July 2018 calendar to reflect the impact they expect to see. From Toy Story Land. Now, the calendar has two notable changes that I want to let you guys know about. Daily morning extra magic hours from 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. Evening extra magic hours on Fridays from 10 p.m. to 12 a.m. In addition to the changes applied to the extra magic hours, Disney's Hollywood Studios also carries the longest hours of the four parks in July, which is going to be 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. daily. 
Now, why are they doing this? Because it has been announced June 30th, Toy Story Land will be officially opening there at Disney's Hollywood Studios. So the park is going to be open that day from 8 a.m. to 11 p.m. This is not the first time we've seen something like this happen. Back on Memorial Day weekend in 2017, when we had the opening of Pandora, the world of Avatar, Disney decided to extend the hours of Disney's Animal Kingdom to accommodate all of these people that wanted to come and see this brand new land. Now, am I excited about Toy Story? I am. Do I think everybody is as additionally excited as I am? I think some are. I think some are putting it on a pedestal too much because this is not going to be a big draw for adults. It is going to be a nice area to visit, you know, try the slinky coaster and all the other stuff. You know, try some of the uh, the food options that you're going to have there. But there's no real adult-type stuff going on in Toy Story Land. It's mainly geared towards children and families. So a lot of people are kind of going, yeah, it's great and all. I love the movies. They're great. I enjoy those. But there's not much there offered for me. On the other hand, parents with children who have grown up on Toy Story and Andy and all all that goes on with those movies, they are very excited about it. I'm, I'm you know, I'm 50-50 on it. I will try everything. I will experience everything, but it's I'm not going to break my back to get down there for the opening day. No, I'll see it whenever I see it. Now, Nicole's going to be down there. She's going to get to be there the day it opens. Now, we've experienced an opening of a new land of Disney World before last year for Pandora. It was chaos. Absolute chaos. So the fact that she may do this again, talking maybe spending the night there at Disney's Hollywood Studios to do everything. I don't know if she's serious about it, but I think she may drop by and just kind of walk through. Probably have to wait in line to walk through. But she'll check it out. She'll tell me about it, and I'll, I'll, I'll you know get that to you guys. But uh, I found that very interesting that they're going to do the extended hours and everything all over again. So that was nice to hear. Also, going on at Epcot, the American Adventure Show closed for a brief refurbishment a few weeks ago. Now, this week, the refurbishment refurbishment ended. The show opened. And from what people are saying, it is literally stunning. It is like nothing they've ever seen before for this attraction. The theater now has an all-digital projection system, a new screen, new speakers. The digitized images are clearer than they've ever been before. You can see more details in the color and the art and the photographs that are all used in the American Adventure that you couldn't see so well before because it was older technology that they were using. Also, the dialogue, they say, with the animatronics seem to be a lot clearer as well. You can understand them a lot better. The montage sequence that follows the Rosie the Riveter scene it's been updated with faces from America's recent history, like, well, I don't know. I haven't seen it yet, so I can't tell you. Then you've got the Golden Dream song, which has been re-recorded by new vocal artists with all new orchestration, which is real nice. So if you have the opportunity, if you may skip it normally, don't this time. Go and see the American Adventure over there in Epcot in the World Showcase and let us know what you think. Usually... Crowds aren't too bad. You can sit wherever you want. All right. What else we got here? Do I want to talk about that? No, not really. I don't want to talk about that. Now, this I do want to talk about. The final 2019 Disney on Broadway concert series. 
uh, concerts were performed uh, the other day. Next up, though, is the Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival as it gets underway on February the 28th. And it's Garden Rocks Concert Series kicks off at the American Gardens Theater on March the 2nd. Now, returning this year include Night Ranger, which opens the series on March 2nd through the 5th, and the Spinners, known for Working My Way Back to You, the final festival weekend, May 25th through the 28th, is going to be happening. Got some new bands this year that are going to perform at Epcot for the first time. Foghat, Smash Mouth, Lone Star, Don Felder, uh, formerly of the Eagles. Other bands new to the Garden Series will be Rick Springfield, Survivor, Jody Messina. Lots of great artists coming that you're going to be able to enjoy. So make sure you check that out coming up at Epcot. All right. Going to take a small break. I'm going to grab some coffee from Expedition Roasters. And uh, we're going to talk uh, emails coming up next here on Press Row. There's an adventure in every cup waiting for you at Expedition Roasters. And now there's two new themed coffees waiting to be explored. Get your motor running with Route 66 Tire Fix, a smooth breakfast blend perfect for the world's fastest racing machine's big race, or just a low and slow cruise through town. Are you looking for something a little darker? Whether your day involves ruling the galaxy or simply crushing a rebellion, Dark Side Roasts will give you the power to complete your day's mission. You'll never have to force yourself to awaken when you brew Dark Side Roast. So why not brew a little magic at your home? Try one of these new small batch roasted themed coffees or pick up an old favorite at ExpeditionRoasters.com. And don't forget, Sorcerer Radio listeners can take 20% off your first order with code SR20. That's SR20 at ExpeditionRoasters.com. Brew your happy place. Ready for some fun in the Disney parks? Don't forget your Sorcerer Radio gear. The Sorcerer Radio Shop has everything you need to show your SR pride in the parks. Pins, shirts, hats, and more. Before you begin your vacation, stop by the Sorcerer Radio Shop at srsounds.com shop. Missing the scents of Disney? Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Company offers an array of Disney-inspired scents in their home fragrance line. Wax melts, scented candles, and room sprays to bring the scents of Disney to your home. Visit their website, www.magicallyscented.com. Sorcerer Radio is celebrating its 17th year of playing all of your favorite Disney music. And we'd like to thank the listeners for sticking with us. To celebrate, we are giving away free Sorcerer Radio stickers to all of our listeners. To receive your sticker, just send us a self-addressed stamped envelope to Sorcerer Radio, P.O. Box 207, Prairieville, Louisiana, 70769. Thanks again, and here's to many more years of radio magic. Offer valid for U.S. residents. There's nothing quite like the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. It's the place where dreams come true. Moments last a lifetime, and enchantment is around every corner. The world tells you to grow up. Here, you never have to. Walt Disney World Resort. 
That's the power of magic. To book your magical Walt Disney World vacation, call Storybook Destinations at 1-844-TO-STORY today or visit storybookdestinations.com. It's DW60 with Jeff Davis. Check out the sound. Yeah. Like this. Love the music. Great music. All the time. All the time. This is the Everybody say. Switzerland Radio. SRSounds.com. It's email time. It's email time. Hey, everybody. It's email time. <laughs> So I did have a rumor that I wanted to get to this week, and uh, pretty good discussion, but I kind of had to throw that on the back burner a little bit because I received uh, a few emails here that uh, are very good, and I did not want to leave those out at all. So we're going to put off the rumor until the next show and talk about that, and we're going to get through these emails before we get to some music before we close out the show. All right. First one, good morning, Mr. Davis. My thoughts on the Disney minivan. Yeah, I get how crappy the bus system can be. I've been there and done that with the bus, but as far as throwing another $20 a day to basically take a cab to one of the parks, well, that's just plain foolishness. The mouse has more cheese than he knows what to do with. Another tool for guests to spend more money. Disney, they're so smart. They know people will pay. For me, I typically will rent a car. And yes, I do take my car to any one of the other theme park attractions. Unless I'm staying at one of the resorts on the monorail line. Why not? I get the free parking for being a Disney Resort guest. So for me, it's a win-win. Plus, I get to drive to other parts of Florida and even visit to old places where I used to live. But with that said, wouldn't it be nice if Disney built a bike path from all the resorts to the theme parks? I would do it in a heartbeat. Unless, of course, it's raining out. Great exercise. Hmm, interesting thoughts. As far as the paper plates used for lunch over at Be Our Guest, don't get me started on that. That's for another topic on another day. Sorry, my thoughts are all over the place. Guess guess it's my upcoming retirement. That comes from Angela. She says, still love your show. Angela, thank you so much uh, for your email. I love the idea of a bike path that goes to each of the Walt Disney World theme parks. For those families who love to ride bikes. For those individuals who enjoy an electric skateboard. Or some of these other different types of forms of tr- transportation these days uh, could really be utilized. Now, riding from one certain resorts to like the Magic Kingdom, that's a long ride on a bike. And then especially after the day you've had at the Magic Kingdom, that would be a long ride back too. But how nice would it be if Disney had bike racks on the front of resort buses. Hey, I don't have to ride my bike back. I'll just take the bus. Maybe crowded, but I'm not having to pedal the whole way back. I do like the idea of that. I love it. You guys know I'm not a fan of the minivans. $20 a day, now $25 a day because they up the price. Not a big fan, but the bike path thing, I like that. I do like that, and the fact that you rent a car so you can go to other places in Orlando. Maybe maybe go to Universal. Hmm. Yeah, they got a good park. They're doing okay. 
Good, good email. Really enjoyed that. Let's get to the next one. All right, next one says this. Jeff, I'm a fan of DW60 and a huge fan of Disney overall. Recently, you shared the story about how the Secret Service were called to assist an investigation regarding the large amount of charges at Disney Springs. The Secret Service was called in because prior to being called to protect political leaders, which became a part of their duties until 1901, their primary duty was to combat counterfeiters, since that was a continuous problem, specifically around the time of the Civil War. The Secret Service were under the Department of Treasury. After the 1901 assassination of President McKinley, their duties were increased by protecting political leaders, which included the president and his family. And in 2003, they were transferred from the Department of Treasury to reporting to the Department of Homeland Security. They have two primary duties, battling counterfeiting and protecting political leaders in the U.S., as well as our leaders as they travel overseas. So, by the way... I'm a huge Disney fan, and I look forward to listening to your show every week. Thanks for your time. And a fan, Al Brennan. Al, thank you for clearing that up. I had no clue whatsoever that the Secret Service did that so long ago. I didn't even know the Secret Service was around during the Civil War. I had no clue whatsoever. That's an interesting fact to know. I appreciate you sending that to me. Now I get why they called the Secret Service and not... The Orange County Sheriff's Office. <laughs> Thank you, Al. Appreciate that. All right, next email. It says, hi, Jeff. I've been thinking since your last show and what you were saying about the minivan service being provided at Pop Century now. I was skeptical that I would ever use it when the service was first released, but I can only, but I can only see really good benefit. For instance, I'll be staying at Pop in November. We will be doing the breakfast character dining at uh, the Boardwalk with no way to get over there to the resort unless we take the bus to studios and then hop on a boat to Boardwalk. That's a lot of work just to get a reservation. Also, if we schedule an early breakfast, the buses might not be running. So we would have to go... We would have no way to get over to our reservation in time. So while I do agree that the minivan service is often misused in transportation to and from parks, I do feel it's a good resource for those in need. Thanks for being an awesome host of my favorite show on Sorcerer Radio. I always look forward to listening to DW60 on Thursday mornings at the office. Thanks again, Kayla Sands. Kayla, I love the point that you bring up, and it's... I'm going to be honest with you. I never thought about that. I've never been the person to, you know, schedule that really early morning breakfast. I never have. I kind of like to sleep in a little bit, get to the parks an hour or so, maybe after opening. I'm just, I'm just not, I'm an early riser Monday through Friday at work as it is. When I'm on vacation, I really don't want to get up. So I never really thought about having that early morning reservation, that those first reservations for breakfast in the morning. As these restaurants open up, I never thought about those. Still a hefty price, though. $25 just to get you to breakfast. Whew, that's a tough one to swallow. But I get where you're coming from. And I like it. Thank you, Kayla, so much for your email. I appreciate that. You're opening my eyes, and I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> All right. 
We got one more to get to here. Final email says this. The Disney classic attraction, to me, simply put, is that it brings me back to my youth, a time of carefree non-concern about what tomorrow would bring. A million moons ago, a time when children were not meant, were not mean-spirited, a time when families were families, spending time together, doing things together, eating and talking with one another, and just loving the company they were with. A time of gentleness and goodness. For me, Peter Pan is one of those. There's an innocence to the music, an opening scene, almost as if I could really fly. Until I get to Hook and the Gator, which is Macabre, I think you said. I can't read it very well, it's too small. But we don't think that we don't think about that as children, do we? We think about never having to grow up and having fun and adventure. Guess that's why it will always be my very best favorite ride. Small world, charming in an annoying sort of way, but once you look past the repetitive music, it really is cute and gives a nice representation of children from all over the world. Just block out the song. Another overlooked classic is the Swiss Family Treehouse. Man, I would love a treehouse like that with all the fixings, but I would want a real bathroom. I always make it a point to stop and go visit, and I always take time to check out every part of that attraction. Love that polka music. I just want to dance to it every time I hear it. It's a magical in a different sort of way. Sorry sorry for rambling on again from Angela. She said, still love your show. I listen in work. That is until my retirement next month. So um, happy retirement to you, Angela. I do appreciate the email again. Um, yeah, When you do look past, you know, the music and the representation of all the countries and the children uh, that are part of It's a Small World over in Fantasyland, uh, make sure... Sh- uh, there is a way to enjoy the attraction. But like I said before, when I, when I first talked about this rumor of Small World going away and Tangled going in, there are so many people out there that cannot look past the song itself. They hear the song and they're just... It's like nails across a chalkboard to them. They cannot stand it. It drives them nuts. So when they get on the attraction, that's all they hear and they miss the rest of everything else. Now, maybe if they got on with some noise-canceling headphones, listening to something different, I guess maybe it'd be a little bit easier for them. I don't know. But I get what you're saying when it comes to the classics and when it comes to the impact that it has on you, whether you're a child, whether you're an adult, or whether you're experiencing It's a Small World or Peter Pan for the first time. Something interesting about those attractions. So, another great email. Those are all great emails. Those were wonderful. I love getting interaction with you guys like that. Love being able to talk with you guys through an email and talk to you, talk back to you here on the show and, and really getting that connection. Really do enjoy that. So, I tell you this. If you do have an email, if you have a question, if you have a concern, if you have a story, if you have a comment, the floor is yours. Send your email to DW60 at srsounds.com. 
send your comment to me on Twitter at DW underscore 60, or you can send me a message on the DW60 Facebook page. Lots of ways to get a hold of me. Love hearing those emails. Love hearing those comments. Those are your headlines and emails here on Press Row. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. Sorcerer Radio, srsounds.com. Oh, man, that's good. Young man. <laughs> you think Calypso music is hot? You wait till you taste the pepper on this one. Ico Ico brings us to the end of our show. Thanks for sticking around and checking out the entire podcast. Now, if you want to contact me with any questions, you know, concerns, you got stories, or you may have something that you know about Walt Disney World that I haven't talked about that you want others to know about, all you have to do is send me an email. Send your email over to dw60 at srsounds.com. You can contact me on social media by heading over to Twitter. Twitter name is at DW underscore 60. And, of course, you can also send a message to me on the DW60 Facebook page. I'll be back again this next Thursday with another edition of DW60. All the great Walt Disney World music, the headlines, the rumors, the emails, all that stuff. If you want to catch the show in its entirety, happens every single Thursday morning, 8 a.m. Eastern Time on Sorcerer Radio over at SR Sounds. Until next time, hope you have a fantastic week. This is Jeff Davis, DW60's Press Row Podcast. Have a great day. Are you looking for some fun on Facebook with fellow Disney fans? Then you need to join the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone. The Fun Zone is an exclusive online gathering place where young and old alike can come and share their love of all things Disney in a family-friendly atmosphere. It'll also be your place for exclusive downloads, images, giveaways, and more. Join us online by going to Facebook.com and searching for Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone. That's the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone, part of Sorcerer Radio, srsounds.com. Bringing more people together than ever before at one happy place. SRSounds.com. Download Sorcerer Radio's mobile app today and hear the magic from your iPhone, iPad, or Android device. SRSounds.com. Transmission commencing. This is Wookie Radio. Translated for the Wookie Affair. I like that Wookie. Your hosts, Ken, Derek, and Mike, bring you the latest news and commentary from the far reaches of the galaxy. Uh, hold it. Hold it. I said hold it. Subscribe today on iTunes and Stitcher. I just assumed it's a Wookiee. Start listening today. And remember, the Force will be with you. Always. Do you have a Disney-related business or product and would like help getting the word out? Become a sponsor of Sorcerer Radio today. For more information, please contact our business office via email at sponsors at srsounds.com. Forgive the interruption, but I believe this requires your attention. If you ever believed Captain America was on the U.S. Olympic soccer team. If you ever thought that the Winter Soldier was that brace yourselves guy on the internet. And if you ever wondered just what would a raccoon do with a machine gun. Then don't let another week pass you by without tuning into Mighty Marvel Geeks. 
Mighty Marvel Geeks is your show about all things Marvel. With news, rumors, commentary, and interviews. As well as our weekly recommendations on what to pick up on New Comic Book Day. Official consulting hours are between 8 and 5 every other Thursday. That's Mighty Marvel Geeks on WeebyGeeks.net, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Bob warnings, the most tranquil part of the day, where one can find a peaceful bliss in the stillness of the dawn. All right, rise and shine, sleeping beauty. Come on, hop, hop, hop. But for those who want a little zippity doodah in their mornings, tune in to Sorcerer Radio weekdays at 8 a.m. Eastern for great original programming you won't hear anywhere else. Monday! Hear the most popular songs from the Walt Disney World Resort during the SRN Top 10. Tuesday! Get the buzz from around our online communities with the SORCOM Review. Wednesday! Enjoy an hour dedicated to the park that started it all during Disneyland Magic. Thursday! Stay up to date on the latest Walt Disney World news stories with DW60. Friday! Get ready for the weekend with the show about all things Disney, the WDW Tiki Room. So join us Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern right here on Sorcerer Radio. All Disney music all day long, srsounds.com. Hi, this is Sorcerer, thanking you, the listeners, for your continued support of Sorcerer Radio, a station committed to bringing the best Disney programming in keeping with Walt Disney's vision, a station where children and parents can have fun listening together and also transporting you back to that favorite place that you all love so much, Walt Disney World. Thanks again for listening. Have a magical day. Sorcerer Radio. Chewy, we're home. SRSounds.com